Mom Biz Solutions Show. I'm your host, Laura Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach, and I'm here today to talk to you about one of my favorite topics, which is all about success and why it is so dang hard for us to figure out what that actually means. And, you know, it's so funny. I've I've got a, a bunch of coaching clients this summer, and, you know, maybe summer is that time where we do get more reflective and we look back or we look forward and we just kind of take stock of what's going on in our lives. And we think about things in a way that we might not have time to when the crush of the school year and the heavier workload picks up. And so this conversation is one we've been having. And it's not an accident. It's not coincidental. It's one of my favorite topics in the world. In fact, it's, you know, in our book, Moms Mean Business, A Guide to Creating a Successful Company and a Happy Life as a Mompreneur, we focus on this. This is really so much of what the first couple of chapters of our book is all about. And the reason we put that focus there in the book is because it's the focus that we start with with our clients every single time we're talking with them. And and even as we've been coaching for clients, some clients we've been coaching with for years, this question of how we define success comes up again and again and again. Well, it's not just how we define success, but it's figuring out whether or not we can ever measure up. Right. So there's a definition of it. And that's that's a huge part of it. And that's what we really, really feel like is the place to start. If you are trying to figure out what's next for you or you're trying to make some decisions about what to do with your life or your business, it's really important for you to have your own definition of success or your own yardstick. But then the question comes to can you measure up and that's where I want to start. That's where I want to talk today a little bit about, you know, just what what kind of yardstick you're using and why we feel so much pressure. You know, guys, it's not rocket science. If you're in a hurry, you can get this blog, blog post or podcast done early and then head on with the rest of your day. But the problem with why so many of us and some of the clients I've been talking to this past week feel like they're not measuring up to their definition of success is because even despite our best intentions sometimes, we've got the wrong yardstick. Okay? That's it in a nutshell. Our yardstick, our definition of success, the way we measure ourselves, gets polluted. It gets bent. It gets out of shape. It gets too big for us or too small for us. It's the wrong color, it's the wrong size, it's at the wrong time. And guys, this what I'm talking about metaphorically here with the yardstick and the definition of success really is to point to the fact that your values, your priorities, your goals all change. They all evolve as you evolve. As you accomplish certain things that you set out to accomplish, your yardstick should change. It, you should have a path that allows you to include that growth and that achievement. And then if you want to add some more goals on, you can do that too. Or if some big circumstance has happened in your life and there's a major life change of some sort, your yardstick needs to incorporate that. And this is just hard to do, guys. It's very hard to remember to do this, to true ourselves up and to make sure that we're using the right yardstick. So I want to talk a little bit today about why that is so hard. And just to point out how there's all this evolving, you know, sometimes the first step is just to understand that what we're really going for here, when we say success, what we're really going for here is some super deep-seated feeling of happiness, okay? 
Because success, guys, can look so many different ways. But at the root of it all, when I am coaching a client and she tells me she's happy, when we get her to that happy place, that's where the success comes in. Okay? That's where life starts lining up and looking the way you want it to. If you are making a gazillion dollars at work, but your marriage is falling apart because you don't see each other and you don't have time to work on your issues and you know there's just no space for a relationship or other things, <laughs> then chances are you're not going to tell me that you're happy. Okay? If you are uh, financially stable and leaving a marriage that hasn't been right for you, um, you know, if you're feeling this deep-seated happiness and you're having to take a major, you know, cut in your income or in your allowance or earnings or whatever that would be, you might tell me you feel really successful and happy right then because you're doing that thing that you your heart wants you to do. So it's it's not easy to get there, and there are so many distractions along the way for us mom entrepreneurs. Um, you know, maybe you started out, maybe you went to uh, college or university and you got yourself a fabulous degree and maybe you saw your, you know, family members going off to school or your parents doing certain things that influenced you. One of the things we get really caught up in and we get confused about this yardstick, this measure of success, is we might very well be doing what others expect us to do. So our college, our, our degree, our experience has determined that this is a you know that we need to take X path to become successful. So we might be doing that, right? Or you know, like say your if your parents were uh, ran their own store, ran their own company, and you watched them thrive, and it was always so impressive and so inspiring to you, and it looked normal, right? Like this is what success looks like. Well, you might have decided to follow in their footsteps and you might have created the same thing. You may have started your own business. You might be thriving as an entrepreneur and yet you might not feel successful. So the thing is, we get caught up in doing what others expect us to do, in doing what our university or our college degree tells us is the thing we need to do, in doing what our family or our spouse thinks we should be doing, in doing what our neighbors or society or the moms in the PTA or whoever thinks we should be doing. We get caught up in doing that and we're good at it. And we get a lot of acknowledgement from the outside, people telling us that we are so successful and we're doing it right. Guys, that could be so confusing, but it might not be your right. So you could have the wrong yardstick if you are measuring yourself according to what others expect you to do. This is so common. It doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just whether or not it's aligned with what you want to do. Another yardstick we can absolutely get caught up using and find out that it's not the right one is the yardstick that measures the stuff we collect in order to, you know, make ourselves happy or prove us prove to us that we're successful. So, you may have the perfect house, you may have the perfect family with 2.7 kids. You may have the perfect body. I have, you know, so many friends like me hitting in their mid-40s or mid-30s are going after the pursuit of, you know, a really healthy and fit lifestyle. And they're so proud of themselves and the body that they've got. And that's great. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it, right? Maybe you're also excited to, you know, finally 
fill out your house and make it look the way you want it to. And so you're buying those things and you're putting them up on the wall and people come in and it's the stuff you've seen in magazines and on TV that successful people you look at have. And so therefore, you put it in your house and you feel successful too. But again, guys, nothing wrong with it unless it's just the wrong yardstick for measuring your success. Your success can only be determined by you. And again, I feel like the closest definition to that that's pretty universal for us is a definition of success that includes your authentic, highest level of happiness and fulfillment in it. And research has shown us time and time again that more stuff does not equal more happy. Okay? So this yardstick is one that gets bent and misshapen and just doesn't fit sometimes. Maybe it does at certain points in our lives, but then at other points in our lives, we keep doing what we're doing. We keep collecting beautiful things. We keep working out at the gym. We keep, um, you know, going on bigger and better trips with our family and doing those sorts of things that we believe are going to make us successful or prove to us that we are successful. And yet they're not necessarily making us happy. So what I want to say, those are just a couple of yardsticks that get a little messy and a little confusing. And if you've done that work, like I ask all my clients to do and I help them do when we start working together, if you've done that work of determining what success means to you, chances are you've got the right yardstick and you're using it appropriately. If you haven't done that work, I urge you to do it. If you don't want to hire me as your coach, which I would love to do, um, you know, grab our book. It's the first couple of chapters. If you did nothing else, you're going to absolutely benefit from the self-assessments in there that will help you figure out what your definition of success is and help you let go of some of the things that are confusing you and maybe the wrong yardstick. But even if you do all of that, the chances are that you are going to outgrow it, change, shift, evolve at some point, and that your yardstick's going to get out of date and just not serve you anymore. So that's what I want to make sure that we check in on. Now, again, as a quick refresher, what is it that you're supposed to do? What is it that you're supposed to look for to define success for yourself and keep the important pieces on your radar so that you can make sure that you are going towards happiness? Well, the very first thing is creating your own standards, okay? You know whether you know what's more important to you. Is it a happy relationship? Is it a successful career? Is it your health and fitness? Is it getting to spend more quality time with your kids? Is it having a business of your own to prove that you are, you know, that you are capable and competent and smart? Is it getting to spend your your time and your energy on something that is absolutely aligned with your passion and purpose? Is it making enough money so that you can travel or do some of the things that you really want to do that you just haven't been able to do before? Whatever that measure of success is, it's your standard. Don't worry about what other people choose to identify themselves by. Don't worry about what they're doing to prove to themselves that they're successful. They're probably just as lost and clueless as the rest of us, right? So they don't you don't buy into it. You might be just imitating a charade that isn't working for someone else to make them happy and successful either. So create your own standards is the first set, first step. Next, the thing is, you you need to do something related to your purpose. Now, I want to be very cautious and say 
that, you know, I know I'm talking to entrepreneurs and I am an entrepreneur. I don't want us to always feel like we have to quit whatever job we have or turn our back on everything we've ever done with our degrees and with our experience in the workforce in order to pursue work that makes us feel purposeful and is aligned with our passions. Guys, you know what? Your purpose and your passion are amazing. And if you can find a way to line that up with what pays you a sufficient amount for you to feel, you know, whatever it is for your level and measurement of success, rock on. And if you can't, then don't forsake a great job, a great career, a great opportunity just because it's not doing those things. If it's a great job and a great opportunity and it's giving you the time and flexibility and income and security to do the stuff that is your passion and purpose, rock on. But somewhere, somehow in your life, honoring those things that matter to you on a really fundamentally deep level is so important. And it could be volunteering. It could be just doing something as a hobby. I mean, I have one of my clients right now is an avid writer and artist. And she may not need to do that for a living. She can fulfill herself. She can fulfill that purpose by doing the writing and getting her articles published and getting that joy right there. Next, just set very intrinsic goals versus ego goals. What's it going to take for you to be happier? Focus on that goal. What's it going to take for you to feel better? Focus on that goal. What kind of person do you want to become? Focus on that goal. Don't worry so much about the money goals, the time, the measurements that we've been using before. My my guess is if you shift your focus a little bit to these more internally intrinsic-based goals, you're going to feel better. Okay? Those are just a few steps to help you get on the road to picking the right yardstick and being able to see yourself as the success that you are. Again, if you haven't already, grab a copy of Mom's Mean Business. You can find it at Barnes & Noble. You can find it at Amazon. You can find it on our website, momsmebusinessbook.com. Until next week, I'm your host, Laura Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach. Take care. <laughs>